anything to get out of their drink. Shut up. Welcome. Purpose. Welcome, welcome back to another week of the If You Know, You Know podcast with your host, Rashad, and your host. I'm glad. Uh, what's good? Also, shit. You know I mean? yo, listen, listeners, share this shit with your friends. God damn it. Share like, with your friends. Um, we're trying to grow. Me and Rashad going to be in the next verses too, so tune into that. Word, tune into that versus I'm battle. We out here, you know. Yeah, I, we got records on YouTube right now, real, real diss tracks <laughs> all over. <laughs> <laughs> we got real diss tracks all over YouTube, so we definitely deserve that spot on verses. Word, like, you know, been putting down, putting it, putting it down for like 10 years, so definitely check us out. Um, make sure that you fucking subscribe. Make sure that you fucking tell your friends to come listen to the podcast. Send them the link. The link is out there. Everybody, link me fam. Send the fucking links out. Let's get these numbers through the roof. Facts. And let's do the God, thing. If I get rich, I'm gonna forget all y'all niggas because y'all be acting like y'all don't know how to support the home. Word. Y'all don't know how y'all to just. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get so quick. If each and every single one of you just share the episode on IG. Yo, that's love. We be reposting. I repost everything. If each and every one of y'all just donate a dollar, we will be able to do something bigger than this. Like, everybody, <laughs> no, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Shit, we probably get a dollar faster than we get a repost. Yo, I dead ass, right? Yeah. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I used to always have this, I used to always think like, yo, damn, this stadium has 100,000 people in it. That's crazy. If so I get a dollar for each person. Give me a dollar. You'd be I have $100,000. Well, think about a panhandler. If they get... Uh, if they get what's the minimum wage now in certain split, I think federally it's eight twenty five. If you get eight, what? No, it's not federally. I thought minimum wage went to fifteen. No, New York City federal minimum wage. I think I don't know if federal minimum wage is still the same. Federal, and that's why we have computers. If minimum wage is still on some shit like that in any capacity, then I mean. I mean, then the world is exactly what we think it is. So it'll be incrementally increased to thirteen fifty an hour by twenty twenty. Wait, let me see. So it's a fucking federal minimum wage. New York is fifteen, but for the oh no no um it's seven twenty five. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if a panhandler gets fucking eight dollars from eight people in one hour. Made minimum wage for the hour. But yeah, man. How's the week been? How's everything going? Everything's smooth. Everything's copacetic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Working. Getting this shit in. All right. Let's get in. What the fuck I got to do? Let's get in our bag. Mean? Let's get in our funny shit. Um, no. We, yeah, we, can get, we, can get, we can get straight to it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fucking. We can, um, we can definitely. First things first. I want to give a couple of shout outs. All um, right. Shout out. First person I want to shout out. She definitely probably not even a listener of this pod. But it doesn't fucking matter. Um, Nakari Turpin, she opened up on her own, her own business and an avenue that was um, not so much populated by black women. Mm-hmm. And um, now she's offering like wax services and all types of um, waxing services. Where's the ladies. business? Women's care type shit. What? Where's the business? Um, I don't know where the business is. I will find out the business name and then I will re-shout it out. But since it's in my brain, at least I have to say it now so I remember that I said this so I can bring up the actual details later. Okay, okay. Because um, she has definitely has no idea that I'm even talking about her right now. But fuck it. I've seen a post about her. I know who she is. Um, and yeah, Nakara Turpin, she got her own business doing that. Okay. So Shout out to her. Up. That's what's up. Um, my homegirl's brother opened up... Uh, I actually mentioned this on the pod, but their grand opening is this weekend coming up mm-hmm. for a nail salon and, uh, you know... So where's it at? Center. I think this one's in Deer Park. It's somewhere local, right? Um, I'm going to get the exact address for that, too. Um, but they just have their grand opening this weekend on um, August 2nd, August 3rd. And and um, it's a nail salon, and they are black-owned, Haitian to be specific. Okay. And they're great people. So I definitely want to give them their official shout-out as well because um, the world's looking like the playing field is going to be a lot different in the future. And everybody has option now to choose where you want to go do your business, you know? For sure. And not everywhere, but obviously, as you see, that will grow more, you know? We'll probably have areas that are, that are I think, what I see in the future is there's going to be areas that are like, oh, no, this is the the black blank area. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for example, like if you go through Hicksville. We mean like I, Black Wall Street? Like a, honestly, a new, a I, new like a new age black industrial 
area like where yeah, black well, people I mean, have culture con- has it like yeah chinatown um you go to hicksville what do you see in hicksville everything's indian in hicksville mm-hmm. it's all indian they run hicksville which is completely okay you just know when you're in there if you want to catch a good little pav baji or samosa something like that you can go in there and get it cause okay. that's, what they, that's what they give it up over there okay but i gotta... think we're gonna have our own pockets like that too honestly i really think wine dance needs to convert into that pocket because wine dance has mad shit like Believe it or not, Wine Dance has this huge negative notion behind it, but Wine Dance has such a community of people who are proud and happy to be from Wine Dance. They just have to convert some things. Yeah, it's the same with Amityville. I mean, it's the same with virtually any... It's true, same thing in it's, it's No, I mean, but virtually same with any black neighborhood. They're, you know, extremely prideful. And, you know, the one thing that, like, drags it down is, like, the crime and... And just unfortunate events that go on in those places, but it is a proud place to be from. Like, and 100%. and I feel like I feel like part of that is there's no support because there's crime in neighborhoods that are also not predominantly minority. Oh, for sure. Still have support but in so many different ways. Like, I guess like, the type of crime, like so, you know, where there's constant murders or constant shootings. Oh, like, so we should like do um, you, do you, we should have like underground sex trafficking and shit like that and then that's cool no no we shouldn't have I'm none of that i sarcastic either. but you see no, what I'm saying but like, we should I, have a mob is that, is that do better do you like, think that it like correlates to just opportunity in terms of wealth and stuff because I mean like I, I think that that is a major part in it because if you give everybody do you think if you gave everybody a nice stable job would would crime change if if yeah, everybody definitely yeah like if everybody let's say in Chicago right because they're just it's insane it like it's insane the gun violence that they're going through over there it's 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 nuts but if you gave everybody a stable job a decent you know uh, a decent you know apartment or house do you think that it would change definitely because it's really I think it's harder to do those things when you have to value certain things that you have. Like, you got to kind of feel like, fuck it, like I'm out here in these streets and I'm doing me anyway because I don't got shit anyway. Like, you kind of have to have that energy mm-hmm. to really deliver certain results. Not everybody, but for the most part, you got to kind of have that come from nothing, I ain't got shit type of mindset to be like, nah, fuck this, I'm doing this, or I'm fuck it, I'm getting it in, I'm going to go this route. You can't really do that when you got shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you do do it, you do it on probably a more sophisticated level, which is... Like the people we're talking about who run all these towns and schools and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I agree. Like if you if people had these but we gotta but we as us, like the us people have to go and dedicate our our time. Not if if you could dedicate time. No, you, no, you dedicate, dedicate time. time. If you could dedicate money, you could dedicate money. If you like you could still, I think you could time, still dedicate without like you could still dedicate from money counts. Money Money does counts. count, but I think time and advice goes a lot longer than the money. Like because I don't know about I can that. I can give you I can give you ten thousand dollars, but if you don't know what to do with it or know how to manage it or know where to go to get certain well, things. But there has to be an avenue. Shit, I just thought about something. There has to be an avenue where people are doing that part of it. It can't just be just money. But if it's money plus the avenue of people who are actually going out there and being a face and talking to people mm-hmm. and getting shit done, I think that I think that shit will work. I think there's a lot of people that like, and we've said this before. Like, there's a lot of people who want to be entrepreneurs, and there's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur. But you don't have to. It doesn't have to be like a makeshift product or makeshift thing that you're selling. You just need to don't rush it. Like, really, really make sure that. Um, you know, when you when you want to set out to do something that you're putting yourself out presentable. But one thing that I wanted to touch on is the fact that like there are a lot. I feel like in minority communities, there's only they only focus on certain businesses or certain things to get into, like whether it be music, whether it be sports, whether it be real estate. Like, I think a larger issue is that people have to realize there's a lot more money out there than in these in these mm-hmm. in these mm-hmm. in these fields and that the fact that yes you can make a lot of money from real estate but people are not telling you the downsides of real estate but also there's so much more than just like getting your real estate license then opening a nail salon then opening a barbershop you think about something every day in your household that you use that's a business 
think about um warehousing or or whatever it be shipping like you like the fact that amazon has made it so that if you have a fleet of trucks or you want to get into a business to run a logistics company like that is an avenue that you can get into so now as you say that right like one thing i've always thought about like a lot of like cultures this is stereotypical but whatever a lot of cultures have like their avenues where they are stereotypically good in right Mm -hmm. and you know even though you mentioned yeah there's mad other avenues we could take um instead of doing what we're doing right now i mean instead instead of all instead of the typical stereotypical things that you know we do maybe even within those stereotypical things if we were just revolted a little bit for the positions we have we could still dominate those areas like for example right i've always kind of felt like charlemagne funk master flex these dudes who's on Hot 97, who's on Power 105, on these platforms that are not owned by them, their audience and their platform is huge. And if they could have then taken what they've already built off of their own talent and skill set, and instead of using it for the, for somebody else, mm-hmm. created their own platform, which would obviously suffer in some ways in the beginning, you know, it wouldn't get as much airplay and was, they'd have to build that brand and get support from their peers you know, the Jay-Z's, the Diddy's, these people who are in other fields who also want to dedicate time and money to black platforms, maybe they can then create their own literal Hot 97-like platform and 105-like platform. But that takes a leap. That takes that takes a different avenue within the avenue. And I think that if we're gonna if we're gonna be in these avenues consistently, if we're gonna be in sports consistently and entertainment consistently, if we're gonna dominate this avenue because we do dominate that avenue, then I think we should dominate it a little different. Like we should be the owners of it too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, we should we, we and, should at this at this point have ownership in like there should be a minority run sports network. Like you have SF, FS1, you have ESPN, you have all of these other sports networks, but there should be a minority-run sports network. Like think about it, BET, like Bob Johnson created BET and was the first black-owned television channel on cable. And it's 2020, and I forgot when uh, I forgot when BET was created. But how many black-owned television channels are there? No, not not barely any, basically none, and like so. Before I even before I forget my thought, right? So, well, maybe even think about this today. Remember, you remember that song, um, the Biggie. It's not fifty. Well, Biggie's not really on it. It's a sample, but it's fifty Biggie and um, you know, I love niggas. I love yeah, realist, realist, realist nigga. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know why, because I just I'm always just in my mind looking up shit, but I was looking up that song. And I was just listening to it. I'm like, yo, what is this nigga really saying? Because there's a part where in that, that little, I love niggas. I love niggas because niggas are me. Especially when love is against me. I love to see niggas go through changes. So I'm like, yo, what is he really saying? Like, mm-hmm. I never actually Googled it. I just want to see what he was saying. So then, I, you know where that shit is from? No. Okay, so that whole little, little thing you hear that nigga saying is actually from a poem. Right? It's from a poem. It's from a poem titled Niggas by one of the last true poets that we have. And and I'm just going to go right to that specific part of the poem. And mm-hmm. that poem, he just says, I'm going to say what he, the, what the person's repeating. I'm going to say what he's actually saying now. It's, I love niggas. I love niggas. I love niggas cause, because niggas are me. And I should only love that which is me. Which mm-hmm. means I should just love myself, no matter what the fuck anybody says. I love to see niggas go through changes. I love to see niggas go through change. I love to see niggas grow. I love to see niggas become something other than what they are. I love to see niggas act. Love to see niggas make them plays and shoot the shit. But one thing about niggas I do not love, niggas are scared of revolution. That last line, mm-hmm. niggas are scared of revolution, is not in the song. It's not in the song. Well, I know that. It stops right before that last line. But the last line in the poem, which what they took that from, is niggas are scared of revolution. And then I read the entire poem, and I'm like, this is some back-in-the-day clever poet going through his shit. And I'm like, I kind of, like, absorbed it different. And I'm like... Who's the poet? Niggas. Uh, the poet is... Uh, niggas are scared of revolution. The Last Poets featuring Umar Ben Hassan. And it's on an album called The Last Poets. Okay. Yeah. So, 
it's actually somebody's you know song but it's poetry yeah so it just made me think like after I read the lyrics and I read what this person's talking about they already lived through an era where people you know of our background were getting shit and then instead of like going into the next level of it they would succumb to the shit that they got and just be like I'm happy with what I have and instead of revolting and becoming like like that's what he's saying here like he's saying like I love like I like I love us we are so special we're a special type of people nobody's like us our culture our everything we have kind of like what's happening right now it's not it's not as rare as we we feel like this is so rare and special who we are as a culture right now but when you look at things from people back then and people things that people say back then they must have lived through the same type of feeling that we're feeling because a lot of the shit they say adds up and then it's like we need that one more step. Like we don't need, we don't need Kanye going crazy, bro. We needed to protect Kanye. Like we well, were, ma- we're mad at him because of the shit he's done and said. But he's obviously going through some shit, and we needed to protect him. And that's that because he's that special of a person, right? Because if we don't protect him, he becomes theirs. And but he's already and, theirs. Like you, mm, you, you, kind of. you, you have put yourself in a position to where you are around your people, and like, like think about it, he. I don't he, think that's true. Let me but, tell you why. Let me wait, tell you why. But wait. Can I just answer you because I'm going to forget what I'm going to say. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt but you. But I, okay, go ahead. Why, the reason why I feel that way is because I think Kanye, like Michael Jordan, like a lot of other black superstars are become superstars and then just are surrounded around these like white folk on, on that you know the rooms get really small with minorities yeah. in it and now it's like now i gotta kind of adjust myself to the way y'all do things and i gotta kind of act like y'all like like you see how i mean jordan was always trying to impress no but my men. whole thing is and that white you, women bro that's but, who jordan was always around but jordan was showing love with white people you see pictures of it all the time because that was it like after you get this level now i gotta get the white girl now i gotta do this not and now that we are kind of like this generation like us and the people before us are kind of changing that but the people who are older than us nah if you got rich and popping and you was that you you supposed to do what white people do no but i mean like that and was that considered was, success the, being elite yes and no like because i think there were in pe- that there, world no but there were a lot of people who stayed true to their people during that time during the 60s 70s there were a lot of people who like stayed true to their core and to their people and did not change we're just speaking of like the like obviously you said Kanye or but what I'm saying, but but the whole but thing think is about that, Michael Jordan, bro. I understand that, who's but him, who's giving him head? I mean, bro, literally. but bro, that's not. But you, but my whole thing is it. Those mean, are people. I don't mean, I don't mean womenly. I mean but, people. Like no, but my whole thing is like that's somebody who's not Jordan's dick for sure. But that's somebody who's not tapped into your your origin. They're not. That's, they, that's what you're I'm not saying. tapped into your. But how roots. can I be tapped into my origin when I don't know where I'm? I don't. I don't no, but you're not tapped into you, But you know where you're from, like, and you, you, you from Wilmington, North Carolina. So you know exactly. But so there's history there. There's black history there. So you know where you're from. You just choose to not. You just choose to not employ it. That's like people who are ashamed of where they're from when they get around certain people. Like, yo, I'm from here. Oh, damn, you from here? Like, they don't like to tell people where they're from. Um. And I just think that that's as a, as a result of you just like it's it's one thing to, you know, uh, want to experience different things in life. It's another thing to not remember where you from and embrace where you from like you from Chicago. Not to say that he had to do like he was coming out rapping about passion. There's tons of stuff that he could have done in Chicago. Kanye, there's tons of stuff he could have done in Chicago. Did he do it? Like, I mean, and Honestly, I don't even know. I- I don't know. He's I done. Kind of think I think he he's done some stuff, but like you, I think at the end of the day, we have to think about impact and think about the things that we want to do. Everybody wants change, but you're not thinking about the things that will that will change the community. Like with what Nipsey Hussle was doing with with Vector Ninety, like that's something that will change a community by providing opportunities into STEM for people who are in this environment if you don't have if you're not exposed to these things then how can you change and if you don't do it in these places then how can people is not then it's if you do it here it's a lot more accessible people get to see it and people see real life examples of people in this profession that take off like the one thing when i started coding a lot of people like oh damn you're coding like i never would never think that shit is too exactly. hard but that's, that's a great fucking example but that's my point that's a great example but now imagine if you became a coder and you're like this great coder and then like 
you just said I'm a great coder and but not even life. that. But I'm rooted. I'm going to profit from it. But no, I'm not but gonna put anybody else on. But that's what I'm saying. That becomes down to your individual and your mindset and who you are and who you and look and at how much more impact. Extent. Look at how much more impact did you have by giving back to those and and helping people in that journey to get to get more people where you to where you are now. Yeah, Rashad, you're okay. But we're we're agreeing with each other, but I'm disagreeing. You're a product. You're a product of what you are now. These niggas back then reached a platform and a plateau that was not that was like unbelievable. And when they get to this platform and plateau, it was like this is all that's around me. Like for example, right? No. If you listen to Kanye's music over all the years from the beginning, everybody acts like Kanye's so crazy now. Well, I don't want to talk about Kanye, today, not, but but he was relevant to the to the conversation and the money and and the thoughts of niggas, right? If you listen to Kanye's music. Everybody, anybody who thinks Kanye just turned crazy overnight in, in the recent times, you don't really fuck, you don't really listen to Kanye's mind, okay, yeah. right? Kanye has repeatedly, since all falls down, has repeatedly glorified white superstars. I mean, from Bill Gates to fucking Louis Vuitton. Yes, fucking, he has. To fucking uh, the Medici family. Yeah, I, he yes. always brings up all these super superstar white conglomerates, right? Yes. The nigga is infatuated and has always been infatuated with these conglomerates that he obviously feels like, I can be that. I can be there. I don't care that I'm black. Because I'm black doesn't mean that I can't be that. I'm going to prove y'all wrong. I'm going to prove y'all wrong. I could be that. I could be that. I could be that. And then... I, in my opinion, that obsession and that desire, because we know how he feels when he wants to set a goal. That obsession and that desire, it didn't only, in my opinion, drive him off of a cliff a little bit, but I think he realized some things that he didn't know till he was on that path. I think that's why he had that. I think that's partially why he had that widely, wildly rude and unexcusable outburst with Sway. Right, because on that interview with Sway, he said mad violent shit, but the shit got invalidated because he had that stupid ass outburst that everybody only cares about, the whole how Sway shit. But if you listen to what he's saying, besides that part, you realize he's saying some real shit. These niggas are gatekeepers for these industries, and these industries have so much influence on the entire world, but they won't let nobody in it under any circumstance. I'm trying to get in it. That's when he was losing it, but not lost, and then he got lost. This is not about Kanye. This is just about niggas trying to break barriers that are beyond them. You know, I Jordan, that. Jordan, Jordan did not. If you realize now, because everybody's calling him out over the past couple of years and challenging him and all that and making him probably feel uncomfortable, because I think how many celebrities have told us that they see what the fuck people say about them and it affects them. Jordan is now starting to be a little donate in the public and a little give backy and a little I'm about the black community now e mm -hmm. but he was not before of, of course he because he because he was detached he, the but there have been shit. plenty of black artists like not that reached that pinnacle but that have been about but the we people from that pinnacle okay you we had need a, Jordan to do it all right but you had a Colin Kaepernick who's the top of his game at no, that no, no, point no. we need Jordan is Colin Kaepernick is not Jordan I'm, he's not Jordan. But we need Jordan to do it. All right, but you, but you, but you're, you're talking about, but you're you talking, but, but time out, now. but you're talking about people who are not rooted like that. They're not built like that. They are not built like that. You know who was built like that? Michael Jackson. No, no. You know who was built like that? Who? Tupac. That is somebody who was okay, built like that. Can't have Tupac to, past twenty fucking seven. No, but my was. point is that is somebody who was built like that to his core, and when he reached the amassed the amount of fame, he was still that to his core with millions. All he wanted to do was help the community and wake people up and show you what was going on. And that is what I'm talking about. So you can't say it doesn't exist. There are people that exist. But that is exactly what needs to be shown and what needs to be done. And for people to sit there and say, like, they don't know. Oh, I don't know. There's an example right there. You have somebody right there. You, you clearly have an example. So you don't have an excuse. And for you to not I be. Think, I think Pac didn't get. An opportunity to reach the pinnacle that he, was he didn't on the way get to it, reach. but he didn't. But at the same time, he still spread his message amongst the masses of people. He did, he did. But I feel like I feel like like I can't help but feel like Pac is limited to, like, in order for your message to really hit the great, like the greats that are out there, it has to go beyond your genre. Like it has to go beyond your world. It is like, hit, like, like to pimp a butterfly went short, but to pimp but all right. To you know Pimp a Butterfly like, went beyond its reach. It did, but it's like Michael. J oh, all right, so it did, but why you know Michael who? Jackson made, why did Michael Jackson make? I don't really. Um, 
all I want to say is they don't really care about us. Where did that come from? Like, he made that song, and he made that song out of anger, for sure, right? All I want to say is they don't really care about us. Like, when he made that song, and it's like, that was a different, that was a different energy from what Michael Jackson was talking about it. And, and then all of a sudden, this fucking trail of shitting on who Michael Jackson is and has always represented himself to be continued and continued and continued until it burned him out, right? And it's like, why? Why was Michael Jackson burnt out? The nigga was obviously... Well, cool. um, yeah, clearly. There's plenty of people who burnt out who were fighting that good fight because you don't have people... Because he, like, re- he was revolting. Because he, he was revolutionizing. He was making too much. He was too powerful. Because he had, you, he had the fucking... The fucking um, the fucking people who escort the president escorting him to places. Um, what the he, fuck are they called? Um, Secret Service. The Secret Service. Yeah, pardon me. Secret Service. And it's like, I'm, in my personal opinion, I think it's because he started realizing where he's from and started attacking something. And that time period, the access to public information and the access, there was no internet. He can't just write on Twitter or write on the internet how he feels. It would have to be distributed by outlets who he would have to trust to distribute it appropriately, which we know with the niggas in power could easily silence shit very quickly. So, but yeah, I think he was revolting against a machine, and I think the machine was like, no. No, but I, I mean, I can, I can agree with that. I mean, but at the end of the day, that has nothing to do with creating and expanding impact in your neighborhoods to change them. Because like you, like I said, like nah, if you look, I don't think so either. If you look at what nipsey hustle did and doing things in the community that's going to help people and yeah, it, nipsey and hustle it, hit us that's what i'm trying to tell you nipsey but bro hustle but that's us. what i'm saying but you don't Michael need Jackson but you world, but you bro. can have the world but that but you don't need the fucking world if if, if michael jackson the world no but michael jackson could have like done the same thing that nipsey hustle did and have greater far greater impact you because you we were talking about ownership and you were talking about people being in fields that they're not normally in that is how you do it by teaching them, like think about it, it's 2020. Does Am- Does Amityville have a fucking finance club? Do they teach anything with marketing? Do they teach anything with accounting? Do they teach anything that it? Do- I don't know, but the three things you just mentioned, if the answer is no, that's fucking wild. Oh sure, it's what I guarantee you. They don't have specifically, a specifically no specifically the shit you just mentioned. If it doesn't exist, it doesn't it fucking exist. I guarantee you, they don't have a stock that's market wild. club. That's wild. In 2020, they don't know how to trade stocks. I guarantee it. Because the things you the things you originally mentioned finance finance marketing, marketing accounting I guarantee you they don't have it that's honestly to be to keep it a buck that's unacceptable bro but I guarantee but it shows the reflection this is of a, this is such a field in the world today not only is it ex- extremely lucrative fuck the lucrative it's life changing like there's kids out there who would be excel at that part and if they're not even being that door is not even being presented. You would never fucking have it, they're and they're in that school. That's not far. That's not right. If that's if that's accurate, that's really fucked Bro, up. Bro, that's that's fucking education. They don't yeah, that's teach. Fucked up. That's they don't up. teach anything that's gonna be like. Look, computer computers and computer engineering, computer science is at the forefront of everything. This it's not mandated in every curriculum. Every kid isn't getting exposed to basic coding mm-hmm. in everyday curriculum as they should, but they're not. There's a reason, like it's to keep people back because it's offered. Like I met when I, we were at a conference, you know, we were at Google I/O, and I met a kid. He was in high school from Palo Alto. He was like, "Yeah, we, you know, we have a whole computer science program at our high school." What's about? And like, obviously, it's in Palo Alto, so yeah. like, it, 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 they're gonna have that. But for them to have that opportunity in high school yeah. and then be at major tech conferences yeah. and be like, "Damn," he's like, "Yeah, we've had this since we were in fucking." Uh, like elementary school And if you have that It's inevitable that people Are gonna just learn it And know it Bro before you fucking Graduate high school You can have your own Fucking startup Because you, you've been already Building and knowing know Having experience I know somebody personally In my life right now Who Because of Their opportunity They were Extremely early Excellers In every aspect of life Because of their opportunity Exactly They've created their own business In high school They created their own successful business because it was a project in one of their classes it was a project in one of their classes to create a business plan that's what it was create a business plan their business plan their the business plan they created was so good and so efficient not only did it become a real website that they now make money off of and they just donate the money to a charity anyway because they don't use the money or need the money but the point is 
they their brains are so advanced as far as like I don't want to say the average citizen, but I guess the regular citizen who doesn't have those opportunities. And it's great, you know, that's great for them that they that they were provided that. But just knowing with them and interacting with them and just knowing that they're on that intellect level and then, you know, kind of reflecting on, on everything in my own space, it's like uh, there's no question there's no debating on that opportunity shit. Like there's no there's no debating. Kids and children are are sponges. Yeah. And if you fucking put certain things in their brain and you sponge them a certain way, you're gonna get certain types of results for the most part. Yeah. For the majority part. But you're gonna get certain types of results. And these kids, what they with the people who I'm talking about, they have excelled extremely well because of what has been provided to them as opportunity and what has been taught to them through the through the lifestyle that they but lived around. Look, you know, look, trying to be vague on purpose. I know, but look at the thing, like Marshawn Lynch partnered with Spot with Shopify to like with with uh high school kids and for them to pitch a business and then whoever wins like they all got an opportunity to experience what it's like to run a business from all facets marketing production logistics all the stuff and like why is it that it takes for you to partner with shopify to do that like for and i mean obviously he and he does a lot of work with in in a city with kids but Mm -hmm. these are things that should be on the forefront everybody is trying to start a business right now you know, there are a lot of people due to social media. A lot of people start a business. There are people who Bro. who are creating their own. Don't know what it takes to, to to run a business. But that's something that a lot. Oh, no. There, and if you do, it is, you do it great. Oh my God! Kudos to you. You're the fucking man. You're dope as fuck. Or you're the woman. You're amazing. But that is a commitment. It's like a lot to run a business. And like, but then at the end of the day, like there, these are things that should be taught. Like what? Like having trades like trades are huge right now because you know education college the the value of a college degree does not hold the same weight anymore so why would you go incur sixty thousand dollar debt when you can go learn how to be an hvac technician or be a plumber or be electrician for let's say ten thousand and then make a shit ton of money and then you're not limited to your job you can do this on the side yeah, one thing I would definitely say, I, I like another per, another group of people who are very close to me. I I know they were not. See, this is perfect example. They weren't raised with that business mentality. They weren't raised with that let's build together and grow as a family business type of vibe. But they all have the exact skill set you would need to run an efficient, successful business. But the education wasn't there from the people before him and the education is there with the people with him but now it's more a self-fulfilling thing when if it was already instilled that this is we can do this together we can create a business around this specific skill set that i bring to the table together they would be so fucking gucci so good they would be so good bro they would have fuck money they would have bread but they would have legacy and it's guaranteed they would have it but that was never instilled into the brain of the person above them you know what I'm saying? The person before them. And because it wasn't there, that's, well, that's what's missing. That's well, what's missing in all I, of us. I, for sure. It's exposure because it's I our think... Our job to give it now to our kids that exist. Definitely. Like, I think, like, you see how much I shit on those multi-level marketing schemes, but, like, it's for a reason. It's because, like, all you do is show, oh, look at me. I'm 23 and retired. Like, that's not realistic. Nobody fucking retires at 23 or 24, 25, 26. You'll be back the ri- to work in 20. And, the uh, richest, no matter how much money you have, you'll be back. The richest motherfuckers in the world don't fucking yeah, retire yeah. at 23, 24, 25. So, like, you 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 start to instill these messages in branding in, in people who are desperate because they're like, they want to, everybody wants to make money, but you're selling this dream as if, like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you're going to pound the pavement it's and really make this only money. They take advantage of the very young. They, but they take it, no, no, they take advantage of the really desperate. The desperate and the young. And my thing is, like, all right, with those people who, who do join those things, you could start your own business. If you put that same effort into, and not even start your own business, if you put that same effort into either learning a craft or, you want to work for somebody because not everybody wants to run their own business. It's a lot. Nigga, everybody, the word starting your own business is becoming like an overrated word. I don't know if that's the right thing I want to say, but it's like, no, you, you all can't. 
Because like, you're yeah. all not about to dedicate. Like, if you want to be in clubs and you want to be in lounges every weekend. And trips and vacations and all types of shit. And you want to be having fun and chilling and watching Netflix and, and, and doing whatever the fuck it is you do. You're not a business owner. That's not what they do. That's not what the successful ones do. They live and breathe their business on weekends, on Saturdays, on Sundays, on on Fridays. At 12 a.m. on Mondays. 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 p.m. Like, if you claim you want to be that, depending on what field you're in, that's what it takes. But most a lot, most people ain't really trying to do that. Like... But I mean, but the, but the motherfuckers be lying. Like you, know, I seen this meme where it was like some guy, right? They like you know, like a little, like a uh, animation mm-hmm. of like a girl and a dude laying in a bed, and it was like, um, so tell me some ideas or whatever, some shit like that. Like oh, to, oh, what ideas do you have? And then the girl's caption was like, damn, this is the kind of love I'm looking for. And I'm just looking at her. I'm just looking at this caption. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is what you're looking for? This is just like what? I'm gonna talk to you about ideas. We all have ideas. Can a nigga execute? Like, what do you mean? Everybody can talk about great ideas. Yeah. You could literally tell me the best invention in the world. Like I, like I told you some interesting things. Yeah, right? we spoke about many. Yeah, things. I can tell you some interesting things all over. If I can't execute, don't fucking matter. Somebody else will just do it anyway. But the whole thing like, is mean? just like you having the ability to like, um, like you said, execute, but at the same time, really forecast and and. Do your own research to make shit happen. Like the like those people in multi level marketing schemes that want to make money, but the whole thing is like there there are many things that can make you money out here. You just have to you have to step back and look at the larger picture. People don't understand like you you fucking go to a store every day, you go to a store every week. That's a business. You 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 patronize certain things. Like that is somebody's business. And they are making a lot of money on it. You might you clothes like we you can do much more than clothing instead of instead of trying to create a T-shirt brand, become the manufacturer who makes the Mm T-shirts and sell the Mm T-shirts to in bulk to everybody who's trying to make a T-shirt instead of, you know, like I said, instead of making a T-shirt. Become the silk screen and embroider. Exactly. That that that's like now you're playing the game like now. Now you are in. You know, now you're in market, like, because you are becoming the manuf- you're becoming the people, source. People, uh, Rashad, can I tell you, only only reason why I know, I'll be keeping a buck with you. People don't know what they don't know, and everybody's scared to act like they don't know shit that they don't know, right? I'm not, I don't know shit about marketing, right? Only reason why I do not, not I mean, I do now. Mm-hmm. I've worked in marketing, and I've had the experience, let me correct myself, prior to me having the experience that I've had. I did not know anything about marketing. Mm-hmm. And then I had some clients when I was in finance and banking who were marketing managers and who were in marketing. They make wild bread. Wild bread. OD. Mm-hmm. Right? Multi-millionaires. Niggas don't know that. Period. Niggas don't know. Like, we keep picking the avenues that we can see there's money. Right? Yeah. Niggas do not know that mar- people who run marketing and, and run these crazy ass, like, marketing and run marketing divisions and they're part of the marketing teams, they be getting bread too. People don't know that. People don't know that. If people knew that, there'd be a lot more people who want to be in marketing. And I, that guy, remember that guy a long time ago I told you who was one of my clients who I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from marketing. He's from marketing. Yeah. Multi-million dollar dude. He's from marketing. But I'm like saying they make money. There's a lot of things that make money. Like, there, and the whole thing, the whole point is that. You know Perfect Body in Bayshore? No, nah, I don't know that, but. Oh, okay. But it's. It's, it's, a, it's a business where you can go to get your body done, get your face done, get your whatever you want done. They do all the all types of surgeries and plastic this and Botox, all that shit, right? They literally, literally, they've got money. They're super, super good. They were our clients. At a certain point, and you know the only way. Do you know how they made their money? Very, very, very cheap. Not even that expensive. They spent a little bit more extra money than people normally would. Marketing. They just sent. They just they paid to have their their advertising for what they do mm-hmm. and a higher quality than everybody else. So it was like this laminated color, mm-hmm. not gray and white color with with testimonial and specifics. Everything everybody's about the products. Everybody's neighborhood. Everybody's this. Everybody's that shit. Probably fell on your doorstep a couple of times. Everybody's thing. Based off of that little bit of marketing, 
They made all their money. Now they don't even need it. They still use it just to make more money. They don't need it though. They're Gucci. They've already got all the bread they need. They offer financing so people have been spending money, giving them money to do all the things they need to do because that's the day we live in now. They were there for that. They played there. They played. And whoever now, fuck Perfect Body, whoever ran that marketing part that has no title because these marketing motherfuckers just be making money in the wind. Mm -hmm. Whoever ran that made out like a bandit. That's an avenue nobody's paying attention to. But not even that. Like, look, everybody... I'm pretty sure you saw it on social media. Everybody posting their Azul bottle, posting 1942. And it's just like you're spending. It's good to spend and in, in to indulge in certain those things. But like in some of those things. But like did you ever step back and think like you could you could you could have your own brand? Like me and my homie talk about it all the time. We talk about Tito's because he used to work. He worked for Brown Foreman. He was like, yo, the motherfucker at Tito's like used to just make. He made Tito's for as gifts during the holidays for all his peoples around. And somebody was like, yo, you should really manufacture this. And he took it. He took the bottle, took it behind his back because he's like, I don't know. And then told him after, he's like, yo, we can get this wholesale manufactured. And Tito's is one of the biggest brands in the fucking world as that's a pretty, result of that. That's pretty surprising because the reason why Tito's is, you know why Tito's is such a big deal? Why? No calories. It's gluten free and made in and, and, and made in the made U.S. That, whoever made that, that's fire because this is a time where being, but this is back in like is yeah I know I know but this is back, back in like ninety five like exactly but look now the time where we became diety healthy society we look for the alcohol we could drink with no guilty feelings because yeah. now this one compliments that you could drink Tito's you never heard of, you know the whole thing about girls ordering Tito's and salsa. That's where it comes from. If you're going to drink and you're going to drink healthy, mm -hmm. but get drunk still, you drink a Tito's and salsa. Both no calories, no sugar, no bullshit. It's like a healthy way to get drunk. That's how it got popular. But, That's I mean, how it got popular. Yeah, so for know. sure. But I mean, my, my whole thing is the fact that like it started in a it started in a garage. Yeah, that's... that's, that's... It started well, in a garage. He has and... something. If he made it gluten-free in 1995... And and it has you know no real calories, not like other alcohols. He kind of had something. He didn't know he had it at the time though. But now in this day and age, like a lot of people spend a lot of money doing the various things. But if you wanted to start your own, like do do you understand? Like and just like what you want to, I want to circle back what you said about marketing. That is one hundred percent of the liquor industry. It is all marketing. It is all who you are putting next to your brand. Because I mean, obviously there's quality and taste, but it's all marketing. Look at look at Ciroc. Ciroc existed before Diddy. But who did they who did they get a face to put next to it? Yo, you were gonna pay Pup Daddy to do I know this. Ciroc existed before Diddy. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's wild. All that's a wild stat. I Ace of Spades existed before Jay Z. What? Ace of Spades? Oh, that I didn't know. That I didn't know. Before, before Jay-Z. Like, and the whole rift with them and Crystal because they were drinking Crystal. All the rappers yeah, were. Wouldn't that make and, me feel so uncomfortable to keep it a buck? Why? Because he, like, no, for the just, backstory just, for people who don't know is that the owner of Crystal said he didn't really, he didn't like them drinking their drink because he feels like it's bringing down the brand. Yeah. And, yeah. like, because, you know, they're all rappers and back at the time when mm -hmm. they, everybody perceives them as thugs. So, he made a stance. That's not what bothers me. That's not what I was going to say bothers what? me. What bothers you? What bothers me, it really, really, I don't know. It's just a thing that I, I, it could just be me. But it bothers me that Jay-Z just endorses Ace of Spades and then all of a sudden we all just start buying Ace of Spades. Bottles. No, but he bought them. Like, he owns Ace of Spades now. Yeah, but it's like, so now we like it. Well, yeah, I mean, to in, I mean, but that go, niggas, that goes with I anything. Know, I don't even think niggas is doing it because he owns it. I think niggas is doing it just because. So Jay Z says, "Well, status." Like I said, when yeah, Jagged Edge was saying, like, Where, "Where's the Bacardi at?" So everybody was drinking Bacardi. When when Ludacris said, "If not for me, the, then the Raspberry Smirnoff," everybody was drinking Raspberry Smirnoff back then. Like, and it shows man, you so easy, man. It shows you because look. This is why Trump is the president. Everybody, everybody was looking back. Easy. I guarantee you, if you try to, if you showed up with raspberry smirnoff somewhere, people would look at you like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why did you bring that here?" But like, you, doesn't that show how easy we are? For sure. Like, I don't know. In my mind, I just look at us like, "Damn, we're just fucking, we're just easy, bro." That's marketing. That is marketing. We're just so then we just easy as hell. We easy. Duh. We some cheap whores, bro. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> like that's crazy when you think about it. Like, yo, here, just say this. 
Like, think about it. When's the last time you heard somebody say Patron? No, I don't even know. Haven't. You haven't heard Patron in mad long. Because everybody is on Azul. Everybody is on 1942. I don't like tequila, so that's not my vibe. Maybe but that's why I don't care. I don't like tequila. Yeah, but, but the whole thing is like people just do it for status. That's why you've seen so many fucking Azul bottles in every fucking Snapchat or Instagram post. Nah, all like those, all those posts about how like all oh, your niggas is good to be tight when they don't got that money spent. Yeah, about the ten. Nah, but I mean, shit, we can get how into that too. Bottles? How much those bottles go for? Um, it's over a hundred. Azul. Yeah. Uh, what about 1942? Like I, think it's, I think it's close up there. <laughs> but, no, a lot of people... I'm not I be wasting money. I just be wasting money in other ways now. Yeah, I'm me too. Now. I'm washed. I be fucking buying like expensive plants and shit now. You see my little living room plant over there? That's yeah, my, I see. That's my, I mean, I'm, I'm not buying 1942, but I'm buying some other shit. Yeah, I bought a new computer monitor this Got week. The basement done, and mad, done and mad, and mad stream, and mad streaming gear. I'm oh be yeah, yo! I, oh, I ordered the um, camera. Yes, I did. Oh, so it's lit. Yeah, but you better stay as angry as you were before the camera's on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Because <laughs> if you try to act mad normal now, I'm gonna be super tight. So I'm, ready. I'm gonna be super tight. If you try to act mad normal, like yeah, I'm good now. I'm relaxed now. Like uh, no. Yes. Nah, nah, I'm definitely be real my, you. I'm definitely myself. No, but um, fuck, where was I about to say? Oh. I think the fallout right now from like a lot of people losing it, losing the six hundred. I mean, not losing the six hundred dollars a week, but uh, I think now and in the coming months, you're gonna see the fallout from all of this in terms of like people who didn't pay their rents, people who didn't pay their bills. Like even though they were getting these assistance, this assistance, because like it's eating up around here now. Like you know, in terms of New York, but. For those who didn't pay their bills, it's gonna be fucking rough. Like now, it's like once the shock is over and once things calm down. Now is you know when they say when the tide pulls back, you go see who was swimming naked. Now it's gonna be more more telling. That's a far that's a fire ass bar. What when the tide pulls back? When the tide pulls back, you see who was swimming naked. That's a bar. Not, but that's the thing. That's facts though. And and to be honest, all it all it counts. All, all, all that's gonna count, that's gonna make that happen, is when niggas start putting pressure on the companies that run your bit, that run the shit you owe. When niggas start saying, "All right, we need that right now," then companies gonna be like, "All right, time to collect." Flip everything to collect mode, and when collect mode comes on, ain't no games. They're not playing. They in generous mode right now. When collect mode, when collect mode switches. They're not playing. So y'all, y'all gonna hear a lot of shit y'all don't want to hear. And that's what I was just thinking about. I was like, yo, there, I I know there's a lot of people that weren't paying bills and claiming like, because I'm pretty sure you saw like, oh, if you're having a hardship due to COVID, let us know. Like from just from certain people that you deal with, like your bank or uh, if you have a car loan, if you have insurance. Well, if you had, they, did, they did their they did their part. It's, you just gotta do your part. Well, that's my whole thing. Yeah. Like. If you can claim COVID assistance, but now once this shit is up, like easing up up here, I, uh, people so gonna want their fucking money. That, I didn't use any of it. Either. I know what some of the terms are of it, and on depending, on, I think on the cars you just didn't have to pay for a couple months. But what was it? What do you have to do after though? I don't know, but I'm saying my whole thing is what is going to happen when you don't have that money that you were getting for unemployment, and then it is now. What happens if you're still unemployed? You better hope and pray that they fucking pass. Nigga, if you're still unemployed and unemployment, you know, things happening, it's a very weird situation. Man. No, I think I think a lot of people, people like, like, and this goes back to being business minded and forecasted, like, all right, so to break it down, the people who are making more, and I feel a lot of people are upset about them making more than people who are working on the front lines, rightly so, but you got to take that up with your employer. Now, for the people who are unemployed, and you chose not to go back to work or 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 find a new job before this shit ran out. You kind of fucked yourself because when these jobs come back, and which they are coming back now, they're not hiring at full capacity. Like if they had to furlough forty people, they're only taking back probably about twenty because they lost so much money during this time. That was money that they didn't make. So why you look? Why do you look like that? What are you doing? I was looking at some shit. Oh no, but. Like that's my point. Like a lot of people, because you look nuts right now. <laughs> nah, but a lot of people fuck themselves by doing that. Like so now, pe- 
people, this unemployment is running out and people are shocked. They're like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And you need to find a job. Like, yo, these jobs are not hiring. Hell no. You Hell you no. run a business. Did y'all hire everybody back? Um, Unfortunately not. My point. I wish we did because then life would be very easy right now. But, but no, we didn't. And everybody's kind of like short-staffed and not trying to create an overhead. That's too crazy. Um, I don't know. Maybe, let's just assume that the business that I work in is different than the rest of the industries out there. It probably isn't, but I don't know, man. Because the world's looking, the world's looking. If the my nigga, this isn't the U.S. The world's looking very weird right now. If this is how it's gonna be, well, different. The world, the rest of the world is handling. We'll start this consuming a, again. No, the we'll the rest of again. the world is handling this a lot better than we are because they actually yes, because they cared about their. Because businesses aren't hurting in the other part of the world. How are, they, how are they okay with... How is how is the rest of the world so comfortable to shut down operations and not suffer financially? Because every, there was moratoriums on rent, mortgages, uh, certain bills. Then, so you just ate the L? What do you mean ate the L? Okay, yeah, so, so then on like top... Italy, like Italy shut down their mortgages. It said some yes, shit like... Yes, there's moratorium on mortgages. mortgages. And then on top of that, you gave your citizens... So they just ate the L. You gave your citizens money to suffice them to hold themselves through through this whole thing. So somebody's taking the L. Who's taking the L? Nah, it's your tax dollars. Just like they fucking... Look, it, I saw a stat and uh, it's like this next pan... If we have another pandemic, it'll be $22 billion to the American economy. And somebody said, oh, so 3% of the Pentagon's budget? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. But that's fact. In the, no, in the military... Oh, the military budget. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, in yeah. the United States, they make it seem like it's this fucking, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Everybody could have got paid $2,000 a month. Everybody. And been good. But they don't want to give you that money. They I just want it. Like... We have the tax dollars. That's why you everybody's getting fucking taxed. You know, I'm, I'm not even going to say that. But No, no, no. You're right, bro. They I paid 19, a lot of... $19 per car and just the fucking Verrazano Bridge alone. That's a lot of money every day for the past couple years. If you, every day. you add that up, that's crazy. So I understand what you're saying. I'm on your side right now. So what I'm saying is like a lot of this tax money, like this tax money... It doesn't money, make sense. This actually, all this extra money we've been spending on bullshit There's expenses, a shit ton... There should ton, be reserves for this. Bro, the Ver- Verrazano Bridge was built in when? And then... And so the drug, am you, I including the, the drugs? The drugs, all the bridges. The drugs next are 11 50 or $14 now. I don't know what No, nah, it's is. nine. But look, you incurred, nine, you incurred the debt... cars a day. You incurred the debt when you first built it. All right. So, it's been around, let's say, 50, 60 years. And the value of the dollar has gone up. Every The value time. of the dollar has gone up. You've only done maintenance to it. The maintenance doesn't cost as much as building it. So, you've just been making a profit. And they built it. I don't know if you know this, but they didn't. See, that's the fucking common misperception right there. They don't build this shit with their pocket. They build it with, with our tax pocket. dollars. Yes. They build it off of bonds, government bonds. I'm sorry, not municipal bonds. bonds. Pardon me, municipal bonds. Yes. So it's not even like somebody's dishing out bread to pay it. We're paying it because we're buying those bonds in our investment portfolios. So people who don't know in our investment portfolios, when you buy bonds, especially municipal municipal bonds, you're catering towards loaning money to to an entity, the government, to build something, and they're promising you a guaranteed rate of return for the money you've loaned them to build that. So hypothetically. If we needed to build a Verrazano Bridge, they would then release a bond that says, okay, if you give me whatever amount of dollars you give me, we'll give you 3%, 4% every month on that money. So now if a bunch of people do that, that is $100 million. We're using simple numbers, $100 million. And they just have to pay you back 3% every month on that $100 million, but they're going to use that money to then build that bridge. And now, when it's time to make that money back, they switch it to a revenue source and charge everybody because the bridge is finished now. A large amount of money. They lost money. They'll make the money back, and now it's all profit. That's the investment for them. The investment for us is the bond. Mm-hmm. That's what bonds are. And that's it's literally what bonds are. And that's the crazy part because, like, that build that, that builds the country, though. Builds the country, but the bridge has fucking been built for and and well, maintain that's the and deal. that's why it's a good deal for them for sure i mean look at look at the, otherwise they would never build a look bridge. at what they're doing at belmont building a new stadium like building an arena over there mm-hmm. and that's what it, i think the islanders are going to play 
That's all tax dollars. But yeah, you have to think about it, right? So back in the day, to be a little bit more specific to the listeners, back in the day, I just use a shitty percent. But back in the day, if they wanted to, like hypothetically, we have all this shit now that we have. So now they don't have to give us anything. They don't need us anymore, right? Because like you just said, they're making an extreme amount of profit every day. Back in the day, when they needed to when it build didn't the exist. Verizon Bridge, yes. it was like, hey, we'll give you 18% return if you give us money so if i tell you that rashad if i tell you i'll give you 20 percent on your money for giving me money how much money are you giving me i'll give you 10 racks you give me as, a as lot much as i can give it. you you'll give me a lot of it right you'll give me mad of it because you're getting a huge return so we took that money from that huge amount of money everybody gave us millionaires all these people gave us so much money because their returns are huge yeah we're paying out huge returns but we're getting a chance to build this bridge that we know we know long island needs to be able to be connected to the fucking city we know you need to go to staten island we know you need forever. to go to the bronx forever for the bronx forever to jersey we know you need to go there forever so yeah okay we'll pay you out these large ass loans i mean this large ass interest but in the forever it's inevitable that you are going to make our money back and we're going to turn it into profit when you think of it on a very investment like standpoint it all makes sense Yes. Make, and now we built them. So now raise the prices, lower the interest, so we get our money back and win, 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 win. The interest, the interest we give now. If you want to fucking, and now if you want a municipal loan, you're gonna get two points. You're gonna get two and a half percent, three percent. You ain't getting shit. You get two point two. You get We don't need all our shit is built. That, bro. So then, just look at the money that, like, look at the, all the money that they've given out to businesses, to all types of shit. And then your everyday American is over here suffering. They gave niggas twelve hundred dollars. They really said, "Yo, you good with this twelve <laughs> bro? They gave niggas twelve hundred in April and said, "Yo, you good?" Like, and then had the audacity to turn around and say, "Like, yo, before before they even did a stimulus package where they gave the five hundred million to businesses and everything, they injected two two trillion dollars into the market." Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So they gave the money to the stock market before well, they that, even that gave money, that money. Did not. I don't think that it didn't do shit. Didn't do what it was supposed so, to. So, but my whole point is that. When they're talking about, well, where are we going to get the money to pay these? I just watched but that money. Fucking... Still, that money's still in the market, though. Yeah, and but... that money will, will, will come around. Yes, because... but my whole thing is that it is you can. So give... you know, it's funny. After all the money they give out, they're still going to make their money back. They're going to make their money back, but you can yeah. give money to your everyday citizens and everybody be cool. But they just don't want to. Everybody's so fucking. They're all greedy. It's motherfuckers. Like Mitch McConnell and all them who make over well over two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, telling you who makes forty, like nah, you good with twelve hundred? You good with that twelve hundred? You good with the twelve? You can go buy that fucking. You can go buy a couple of things. You know what I mean, nah, but you that's the Azul. That's I, I mean, and, and, and at the, at the end of the day, like I think that that's the whole melting point with with just everyday Americans. Like people just have to stop being fucking stupid and read and read through politics like you see every every day somebody's on facebook saying some dumb shit about whether it's about trump or whether it's about oh look at the democrats on the left and like bro like yo speaking of the democrats not for nothing our next pod episode or even the next two whatever is coming i want to have another um another woman on the pod okay whether it's a black or a spanish woman i want to have another one because i'm realizing that this is something that I didn't understand anymore because I was I didn't feel this way. I still don't feel this way. But I realize other people really feel this way. I didn't get it until I got it, but now I get it. Minority women who are like confident and and have an extreme amount of self-respect and are extremely ambitious and are strong-minded. Mm-hmm. It's very intimidating to men. Oh yeah, to to some men but who I didn't know that it was intimidating. Like it's intimidating to them, but not on some like I'm intimidated because I want to like you know like typical little boy shit. Like I no, 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 they're you, no really. I'm attracted to you. It's intimidating in the whole world that I don't even I don't even really fully comprehend. It makes me realize like why are like th- just think about it. Why are minority women so intimidating? To like the powers that be. I mean, look at if why you, specifically that. What's so intimidating about it? Why because, are they so intimidated by because it? Because now very weird, and I see it a lot in a lot of different ways now. Now that I think about it, I see it in a lot of ways. But then the easiest way to see it is with 
you know, people like AOC and a lot of other shit. I don't want to go into politic, political yeah. shit right now because it's late yeah. in the pod. But, but yeah, I know like, what you mean. Like, I mean, but like with Rashida Tlaib and Ilan Omar, Pramilia uh, uh, Jayapal. Like, why are they not just politicians too? Why are they so... Well, you saw like the whole AOC thing where he yeah. called her a fucking bitch. And yeah. like she not with she not pussy, so she's like she's not. So she's being as respect she's being as politically correct as she can be, obviously. But, but she's like, yo, I ain't pussy. Like, fuck out of here. But you like Nancy Pelosi's been in the house forever, however, you ain't never said that about her, about a white woman who's there. And then I, I think, you know, like you said in one of these future they episodes, I think we her, should still look I think, as a white woman. But look, Nancy Pelosi was even beefing with with uh uh AOC and Rashida Tlaib and them when they first got there because you you upset in the powers that be bro I don't know how they do it but they have this way of still trying to make they, it's not know, meant they, for they try to make AOC still the Spanish girl no because it's not meant for her to be there they don't want her to be there even, know, even the other Democrats do not want her to be there they make how like I'm trying to think because I can see like alright right. I'm going to say something really off the wall and really that makes that sound like it makes no sense I understand how Baby Shark tricks children into liking it. I get it. It's a formula. When they make these kids little things and the ones that work, it's a fucking formula that attracts their minds. Mm -hmm. And then they get it. It's like, yes, we fucking landed the formula that got them. Because there's a bunch of baby shit on the internet and a bunch of baby things, but they all don't work. But then the one with the formula that works, works. It attracts the mind. What is it about now to go back to where I'm even saying this for? What is it about AOC that they are so fucking scared of? Like this young, they, they keep trying to force us to see like she's just a Spanish girl. She's just a Spanish nah, because girl. She's Spanish. they keep trying to. They're sending that message, right? They are the media, the energy. They just send this message to try to make her seem like she's not as credible as she is. But look, but I can tell you, I I can point it, it out she's for real? you. Is it because she's blunt? I can, I, I, I like, can point it out it? for you immediately. I want to know because they're fighting an uphill battle on multiple fronts. On the Republican side, there are minority women who are very strong, smart, confident, and it's a threat to their manhood because it's, it's a lot of men in over there. It's a lot of white males over there in 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 the Republican majority. On the Democratic side, you have true. Minority, strong, smart women who come, who do not come from money. So now they're bringing in initiatives that will actually help the impoverished and underprivileged people and the Democratic elites who are your Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, who is your Joe Biden, who is like these people. Like, think about it. They're all aligned with Bernie Sanders, somebody who wants to help the working class people because they were working class women who joined in the democratic establishment and the elite do not want no parts of that because because now you're upsetting the status quo but as far as nancy pelosi like what has she done do you know how much she's worth well over 100 million dollars so then how in tune are you with the regular people if like if if you were not even that you're worth that much, but what have you done? What initiatives have you done for all this entire time that you've been the Speaker of the House for over over a decade, way longer than that? What have you done for the Democratic people that has actually brought change and help at a systemic level? Nothing. Same with like with Obama. This his extent his systemic change was Obamacare. Like that was something seismic that all right, we want to guarantee health care for all Americans. We want to try to at least offer health care to all Americans. And fucking, you saw a tooth and nail. Everybody, no, no, we don't want this. No, like, and even even some of the Democrats. Well, there's a lot of things wrong with it, with Obamacare. It did more good than bad, but we need to fix it. It's because... I, hate, I was, oh, man, I fucking hate that conversation. And it's because those are people who were in, like, once you're there, like, you with the elites and with a whole bunch of other shit, and you're getting paid off from healthcare executives, so there's more incentives for you to not give everybody free healthcare. It's more incentives for you to not do a lot of the good shit. So when you have people there who's not tainted and, and not going to bolt, not going to uh, uh, boil over to the shit that you want to, you know, keep status quo... 
oh now we got now it's a rift now we're gonna try to fucking make it seem like you're fucking vile that you're very evil that you're hard to work with and all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's why well we'd rather taint your perception than to let that happen on both fronts and that that is exactly why that they're fighting that you know they're fighting that um struggle i know aoc is young but god damn i would love to fucking support her shit like she be on that she she's on that level where i'm like okay this this is the closest thing in my opinion to us unfortunately she's you can't, a, you can't have yeah. bernie bro uh nancy pelosi is net worth uh 100 mil oh nancy pelosi oh i was about to say wait what they say aoc i said well, damn, that's crazy yep but now nah, I definitely want to have a woman come on the pod next episode. I want I just want her to, to just talk about some minority shit. Okay. I want to talk about her vibe and her energy and what she's been through. I don't know who you're because, referring to. But... I don't know who yet, but I know about this. We I got a whole week to find out. And the reason why I'm even bringing this up is because it just hit me like, yo, they're not heard from. It's not that they're not heard from. They are intimidating. I never knew they were into. I welcome them. I fuck with them. I think they're. I think they're the future. I think they're cool. I, 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 you know me. Yeah. But I didn't realize that they were a conflict to somebody just because they're just doing shit. I know that was a conflict. Like, yo, you doing shit or you not doing the shit that we said y'all were supposed to do back in the day? Are you doing shit? This is a problem for us. I didn't even know that was a problem. Like, oh, that's a really a problem for some people. Makes them feel uncomfortable. Kind of like, like, like it just it just makes them feel uncomfortable, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about people who may realize that. Shit, I might have share up on here. I want to talk about who people who realize that, like specifically minority. What's going on? Why are you making that face? No, it was specifically weird. minority women who realize that their efforts and their hard work, because all it is, right? Their hard work has affected people in a way where they probably didn't expect it to. Nah, that's you know real shit. Mean? And with that being said, I'm gonna close the pod. You know what I mean? Shout out. Tune in to the If You Know You Know podcast where we talk about things everybody else does not talk about. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, we out here. I understand that might make us a little bit harder to digest for y'all, but it is what it is. My nigga, we Ruth Chris. So <laughs> fuck with us. All right.